generations of Baylor Bears. This is the uh, second Athletic Director of the Year honor earned by Rhodes uh, in as many years. Last year, he was the uh, NACTA Under Armour Athletics Director of the Year. That was named in March. Now this year, the Sports Business Journal Athletic Director of the Year. So really a great honor, uh, Stephen, there. When you think about all the athletic departments and all the successful, uh, you know, successes in athletic departments around the country, and then Mac is recognized uh, above all of those, that is a really, really great honor. It is, and it's, uh, it's rare for a school to have a year like Baylor's having where they've really just been good at everything. I mean, Obviously, men's basketball kind of headlines it with the national title. But women's basketball team was very successful, as they always are. Tennis teams were great. I know football's looking to bounce back this year. But uh, Mac has done a, a great job of setting a culture at Baylor. The coaches have carried that out. And uh, he's made some really good coaching hires since he's been here. He just is a, a very steady presence in, at the top of the athletic department. Yeah. And, and here's here's a snapshot of uh, of working with Mac and, uh, you know, working for him in the athletic director. I shot him a text last night and just said, congratulations, very deserving honor, really happy for you, congratulations. And he sends me a note back and says uh, something like, hey, it's great, thank you, it's a team honor. How's Terry doing? And he asked about my wife, knowing that she had back surgery recently. So that in a snapshot is, uh, that's Mac right there. Um, certainly he shares the successes, but uh, we uh, salute him in winning this Athletic Director of the Year honor announced last night. And that's really cool. Uh, and you can tell that the um, you know working environment there is great because he's a good leader. Um, so a well-deserved honor from Mac, and cool to see him get that recognition for sure. Let me give uh, this is a good opportunity to uh, kind of highlight some of the successes as the school year is over for Baylor Athletics. Not one, but two national championships this year, men's basketball and uh, acrobatics and tumbling. Uh, national championships this year. Baylor's won six national championships across three sports and 21 Big 12 championships across nine sports during his uh, fifth year, uh, during his five years as athlete athletic director at Baylor. Eight of Baylor's 19 sports programs have earned number one national rankings, number one in the nation under uh, Rhodes' leadership. Uh, Certainly uh, preparing champions for life is a uh, mantra and a mission that we all adhere to and appreciate uh, built on the four pillars of academic achievement, athletic success, character formation, and spiritual growth. Um, In the classroom uh, for Baylor, 94% graduation success rate. Uh, this past year, that is the highest in Baylor history, 94%. 3.35 all athletics cumulative GPA, that is the highest on record. 49% of student athletes achieve personal best GPAs. 14 teams, 14 of the 19 teams achieved all-time high GPAs this past year. 117 student athletes graduated this past year. Um, So some of the highlights there, uh, and then in character formation, 104 student-athletes participated in Leadership Retreat, Leadership Institute, and Student-Athlete Advisory Committee with all sports represented. Uh, 1,174 community engagement hours for our student-athletes, 120 character formation programs in the area of spiritual growth, 30 student-athletes participated in the I Disciple program, a peer-to-peer spiritual leadership boot camp. 19 student-athletes served on a mission trip in Guatemala. 
Guatemala, and an average of 47 student-athlete attendance at BU Unfiltered events, a monthly gathering to build community. And uh, we mentioned the conference titles. Uh, six Big 12 championships matched the most since 2015 and tied for the third most in school history. Uh, men's basketball won their uh, first Big 12 title and the first men's basketball national championship um so those are some of the highlights uh again uh teams ranked number one uh at some point over the course of the year that was um what did i say what was the number there on teams that have been ranked eight uh of baylor's 19 sports programs have earned number one national rankings not not this year necessarily but under max leadership as athletic director so those are some really um, overarching uh, highlights of success, not just on the field, not just on the court, not just on the diamond, but in the classroom uh, and spiritually and socially and in the community. So again, kudos to Mac for his leadership of our department and the way that things are moving in such a positive direction. He's done a, a great job. And uh, yeah, when you think about athletic directors, I feel like first everybody thinks about what's on the field, obviously, sure, but yeah. there's, there's a lot to it and keeping you know, student athletes uh, up on their studies, keeping them in an environment where they can thrive on and off campus. And he's, he's done that well here. Yeah. All right. Congratulations to Mac, the uh, sports business journal, athletic director of the year. Uh, let touch on the world series. Uh, what a great game last night. What a great finish. Uh, it was Vanderbilt and Stanford last night. Stanford was up five, four going to the ninth inning and uh, Vanderbilt got two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning scored the winning run on a wild pitch, a pitch to the backstop, and that's how they won the game, 6-5, to five, to uh, stay alive and advance. What a win for Vanderbilt. The uh, Remember, the defending national champs, uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores, they won it two years ago there in Omaha. They did, and, man, just a, a really tough loss for Stanford. You know, they were kind of cruising there. They only up a run, but they got two quick outs in the ninth, and then a walk, infield single, single and a wild pitch and, and you lose on a on a wild pitch which is a heartbreaking way to lose a game uh and it wasn't even close i mean he just really sailed it upstairs so tough loss for stanford and yeah vandy they stay alive and that's the name of the game when you're having to come out of that loser's bracket so um we'll have to beat nc state twice now but should with uh some time off here coming soon should be able to get some of their pitchers back and maybe we'll see jack Leiter again or kamar rocker yeah. but a uh, really good baseball game. I think we'll see those guys again <laughs> before this World Series is over. And Texas tries to do the same same tonight. Texas uh, in action against Virginia this evening, 6 p.m. first pitch from Omaha. Winner uh, advances to what is essentially the final four of the College World Series. So uh, Texas Longhorns in action tonight against Virginia, uh, 6 p.m. first pitch from Omaha this evening, and that'll be fun to watch again this evening. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment, off and running on this Thursday afternoon, John Morris, Stephen Simcox, inside the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Some partly cloudy to mostly cloudy skies out there this morning, but as we head into the afternoon, clouds will begin to break. Highs today will be in the mid to upper 90s with heat indexes in the lower 100s. Winds will be a bit breezy out of the south around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Mostly sunny skies expected for your Friday with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. I was taking shot after shot, got in the car, and saw those red and blue lights. I wasn't able to find a decent job for four years from one DWI. Learn about the real cost of drunk driving at facesofdrunkdriving.com. Sponsored by TechStock. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Trey Young put in 48 points last night, and the Suns take a 1-0 lead in the East Finals, beating the Bucks 116-113. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Suns are at the Clippers. Suns lead that series 2-0. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Stanley Cup semifinals continue tonight with Vegas at Montreal. Montreal has a 3-2 lead in that series. Several teams in the area head to College Station today for the start of the 7-on-7 state championships. Temple, Harker Heights, China Spring, Lorena, Lake Belton, and Academy have all qualified. Astros on a 10-game winning streak, blasting Baltimore more last night 13 to nothing now head to detroit for a series with the tigers 6-10 first pitch rangers try to start their own streak today with the afternoon game with the a's you can catch that game over on kicker 1590 and 99.3 fm sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas Flagler lobs for Chatua, too far under the bucket. He kicks it back outside, and Matt Meyer nails the triple. You know, that ball was in the second he caught it. You could just tell. I was on a direct line watching him shoot it. It was just catch and shoot. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Out of the paint, comes back out with the ball. He'll give it to Davion Mitchell. Mitchell goes to work, drives, kicks, Meyer a three, it's good! Matthew Meyer a triple from the left side and the Bears lead by 10. Another kick out three, dribble penetration, suck the defense away from Meyer and kick it to him, make it just catch and shoot. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Some of the uh, basketball highlights, those uh, couple there featuring Matthew Meyer. We'll hear from him coming up next segment. Matt Meyer was on with Matt Mosley yesterday. And, uh, Stephen, you were here. That was a really good interview with Matt Meyer uh, explaining his decision. He had uh, he had mono, really knocked him down from pre- preparing for the uh, combine. But uh, uh, several factors like that conspired to uh, make him, help him make the decision to come back to Baylor for his senior season. Good news for Baylor. I think good news for Matt, too. Uh, he said he got some good feedback before the combine. He felt like there was a possibility he might um, go ahead and leave, given that some folks were giving him like a, a late first-round grade. But Mono really put a wrench in that and missing the combine. So he'll get to come back. He'll have a bigger role this season. And he'll obviously be on a team that's going to be in the spotlight a lot. So um, if he plays well, I'm sure his stock will go up. One thing uh, Pat and I kept watching last year was was if you extrapolated his points, his productivity to 40 minutes, mm-hmm. meaning if he played more, you know, he got more minutes than um, you know than he got last year. There were unbelievable numbers. Now that's that's a fun exercise. It doesn't necessarily mean you know because sure. he got. 10 points in in 10 minutes he'd score 40 points every night right? Right, right but it's it's fun to see you know how productive he was in uh in shorter minutes and you would expect him to get more minutes next year he would and i mean he is i think he was one of the more versatile offensive players on that team you know he could take the ball off the bounce he um we saw him go up and dunk a few times yeah. on some putbacks uh he had the ability to obviously shoot the three and at his size it's pretty rare so um, I think more opportunities are going to give him uh, a chance to really run with it. And there were stretches during the season, uh, during games, where he was the best player on the floor. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, that was a obviously a really great team last year. Yeah, exactly. So uh, next segment, we'll hear from Matthew Meyer, the Baylor uh, senior-to-be, uh, coming back for his senior season. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe where their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. If you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, well, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. They service the largest selection of metal building contractors in Central Texas and would be happy to point you in the right direction. Remember, they deliver and unload. They are basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane in Waco. Also a location in Bryan on the web at pioneerboys.com. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, 
call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Rediscover the thrill of driving with power and exceptional handling and control in a new 2021 Cadillac from Richard Car Cadillac. Whether you drive the dynamic 2021 CT4 or CT5 sedan or the sporty and spacious XT4, XT5, or XT6 lineup of SUVs, starting at only 32.9, the Cadillac of your dreams is waiting now to make your 2021 an exceptional year at an affordable price. Test drive from the expansive selection at Richard Car Cadillac or let us bring a test drive to you. Go to richardcarcadillac.com to schedule a test drive today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Trey Young put in 48 points last night, and the Suns take a 1 0 lead in the East Finals, beating the Bucks 116 113. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Suns are at the Clippers. Suns lead that series 2 0. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Stanley Cup semifinals continue tonight with Vegas at Montreal. Montreal has a 3 2 lead in that series. Several teams in the area head to College Station today for the start of the 7 on 7 state championships. Temple, Harker Heights, China Spring, Lorena, Lake Belton, and Academy have all qualified. Astros on a 10 game winning streak, blasting Baltimore. Baltimore last night, 13 to nothing. Now head to Detroit for a series with the Tigers, 6-10 first pitch. Rangers try to start their own streak today with the afternoon game with the A's. You can catch that game over on Kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Alan Samuels Studios, John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Uh, a reminder, they are certified by J.D. Power again this year as the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence. They've got Ram Spotlight Days going on right now. The Jeep Freedom Days are going on now. And the Chrysler Pacifica Minivan Month is going on right now as well. The 2021 Chrysler 300 with values up to $5,250 or 0% for 84 months. Or the 2021 Dodge Charger GT with values up to $4,250 or 0% for 72 months. All of this and much more at Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. As always, your friend in the car business. All right, uh, we want to uh, have an encore presentation. Is that a good way to put it? From yesterday's Matt Mosley show, Matt visited with Matthew Meyer, Baylor a senior-to-be who is coming back for his senior season. It is time to talk to a guy who uh, made a lot of Baylor fans happy the other day. It's Matthew Meyer. And, uh, Matt, uh, congratulations on your decision. I know uh, 
it had to be uh, an interesting process, but uh, uh, I, I guess I should say welcome back to uh, welcome back to Baylor. Appreciate it, man. It's good to be back. Well, and and Matt, I was just in Chicago, and in fact, I had Jared Butler on last week, and he was obviously getting ready for the uh, the combine. Um, you make this announcement kind of on the eve of the uh, the you know you, the the combine was going to start yesterday. Um, well, I guess I should start with what when you when you weighed everything. What were the biggest determining factors in your final decision to go ahead and, and come back and, and play at least one more season with the Bears? Well, I was getting a lot of good feedback, and there were some um, enticing things that I, I might have wanted to pursue. But um, I honestly, I got mono for about almost a month uh, right before the combine. And so I, I didn't feel like I was in good enough shape to go um, to play four days of five on five. So um, uh, I just decided that that wasn't the best idea to go to the combine. And then um, there was one, the combine is end of the 27th and the date to come back is July 7th. And uh, I would have only been able to fit in a few workouts anyway. So I was just like, you know, I just want to spend time and prepare to get ready for next season because I think I can make a huge jump. Man, Matthew, that's, that's a uh... – that's a tough deal for all that y'all went through with COVID this year, and then to get mono. I bet you're, uh, I bet you're uh, glad to have all that behind you. Yeah, for sure. I'm just glad that we're starting to work out with these guys. It's fun to see these new freshmen and the transfers, and I think we're going to have a really good team coming back. All right, I was going to ask you about those guys. Um, Akinjo has come to town from Arizona, James Akinjo, and then Dale Bonner obviously was playing Division Two. And then I guess uh, I guess Matt, you're starting to maybe meet some of these incoming freshmen as well. Um, what do you What do you first of all? Let's stick with uh, with uh, Dell and Akinjo. Break their games down, and what have you What have you kind of been able to figure out uh, about them so far? Um, Dale's just a really good. He's a really good athlete. Like he can get to the rim at will. Um, he's a good passer, a good shooter. He's just a really good all around player. I like his game a lot. Um, and then James, he just—he's such a good facilitator. Like he can get into the paint at will. He's a bunch of good shots to, um, like in the paint, like floaters and layups. And he's a good shooter off the dribble for sure. And um, I mean, he's—I think he's going to be a, a huge part of our team this year. Okay, and uh, talking to Matthew Meyer, who's just made his decision to uh, return to Baylor uh, and take his name out of the uh, out of the NBA. You know. Um, what about uh, the, the guys that we didn't see as much last year, uh, even with L.J. Cryer? Uh, you know, obviously the guy seems like a really, really good shooter. What about some of those younger players, Matthew? Who do you, who do you see out of that group that you feel like is going to uh, make an, an immediate impact that we maybe didn't get to see a lot of last year? Uh, well, um, Jordan's made huge improvements. We've been working out together. They do, we do guards, wings, and bigs, and we split it all up. Uh, Jordan's been looking really solid. And LJ's bigger. He's gained some weight. His legs look stronger. And he's really bought into the, uh, like how Davion and Jared separated themselves by playing such good defense. And uh, I think that's going to help him a lot this year. I think he's going to be really solid. All right. And then I, I'm, I'm really uh, uh, curious, like during this process, uh, Matt, before you had to battle the mono, um, 
What uh, what was the feedback? I mean, obviously, you're. I was looking at ESPN's top uh, hundred prospects. I mean, you certainly were were projected to you know to maybe go in the second round. When you started getting feedback, what are the areas they said? Hey, you know, here's where you need to to get better. Like, where where are you putting in the most work right now, personally? Um, personally, I'm trying to extend my range as much as possible, so I can. Um, create longer closeouts for myself and make it easier but um also just defense like i'm trying to gain some weight right now i want to be able to guard one through five like i want to be able to switch on the five i was i was guarding one through four this year but i really want to be able to um lock down a five maybe not like the pure post-up ones like david mccormick or something but like for the most part be able to switch one through five and have it not be a problem and also one one more thing i I forgot to mention zach love that uh, he's he's improved a lot. He's gained about 20, 25 pounds, and uh, his shot's always been looking good. So he's looking really solid, too. I just didn't mention him because I'm always working out with the guards and wings, so I don't see him very much right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got some pretty good hair, too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. But I'm trying to get him to get the mullet, but he won't listen. That's <laughs> beautiful. I love it. Talking to Matthew Meyer, uh, one half of the mullet brothers. Now, Matthew, um, on that front, I know you're focused more on the basketball on the court, but y'all have a lot of fun off the court as well. Now with these laws about to change on July 1st, uh, have you and, and Jackson Moffitt, are y'all ready to roll with some uh, some mullet merchandise? Uh, what, how are we? Are you ready to capitalize on maybe some of these new laws where uh, where undergraduates uh, can make a little money? Yeah, we were thinking about that, and um, I don't know if this is public news. I think it, he would be okay with me saying this, but Jackson's actually not going to be on the team next year. Um, so I think we're going to have to go our separate ways as Mullet Bros, but we'll always be Mullet Bros in our hearts. But um, <laughs> as far as merchandise goes, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, just stuff that, that I do, but we haven't, I haven't come up with a ton of stuff yet. So um, I'll kind of figure that out in the next few days. Have you noticed? There will definitely be something, for have, sure. Have you noticed that uh, it didn't take Mark Vidal long to start figuring out some money-making opportunities? <laughs> I've noticed uh, he's been out at Allen Samuels quite a bit uh, on the car lot doing some things. Uh, that I guess that didn't yeah. surprise you that Mark would would immediately capitalize on some financial opportunities. No, Mark's a smart guy, and he's also a fan favorite. Like everybody that watches us play loves how Mark plays, so it didn't surprise me at all. I mean, he's, uh, you know, it just didn't surprise me at all because he's such a, a good player and a fan favorite. Talking to Matthew Meyer, also a fan favorite for the national champion, Baylor Bears. Uh, Matthew, how do you, when you think about, uh, in, you know, you're talking about those areas as far as uh, defending, that's going to be fun to see you. Uh, you know, basically guarding all those positions. But what people think of you for your dunking, your three-point shooting, even your ball handling as well. How do you – obviously, you're going to be in the starting lineup next year, and that will be different. How do you uh, – as you project this offense and what this team's going to look like with James coming in, Dale, LJ, all these guys we've been talking about, uh, Flagler obviously – and EJ, I don't want to leave anybody out. What? Um, how do you see your role change? I mean, obviously, as a starter, it's going to change. But where do you see yourself fitting into the lineup? I mean, 
because you can handle it. You can post people up. There's a lot you can do. Where do you see yourself being the best fit in, in, in a starting lineup for the Bears? Well, I think I um, was able to show that I could create offense pretty well last year, but um, I do like playing off the ball a lot. And James uh, is amazing at getting the pain and creating for everybody else. So I think it'll be really fun to play off of him a lot. Um, but I think there's just going to be more plays run for me, more opportunities for me to score and um, just create for others. So I think if there was anything that would change next year, I'd say I'd average more assists, a lot more assists. And, um, I mean, I'll, I'll have plays run for me, so I'll, I'll be in a lot more of a um, creating role than I was last year. Okay, and uh, talking to Matthew Meyer, uh, the Baylor, we'll call him a wing at this point, can play a lot of the, the – positions and everything you know you were saying something as far as uh, Kenjo being able to go create and get it back to you off the dribble when when you watch these uh, NBA playoffs and I mean there was some amazing stuff last night even with uh, DeAndre Ayton going in there for the slam I mean how exciting is that as you obviously you're going to try to improve your draft stock a lot this year you'll get more opportunities but what when you watch these playoffs what are the things that you're picking up because I'm sure you're watching it and looking at certain players and positions and kind of projecting how you'll look in the NBA what are what are some takeaways you're getting from these playoffs well just how important it is to be able to guard multiple positions because that's been helping um, the Clippers a lot is Marcus Morris being able to guard one through five at a high level and that's just opening up their offense so much because he can also spread the floor and knock them down at a high rate so I think um, that's something that we're super interested in and also just the amount of space that they have on closeouts but I mean those guards are so talented at creating I mean that, that's what I feel like I'm best at is uh, off of closeouts so I think the floor will just be really opened up for me and if I can guard at a high level too I think I'll have a lot of value in that yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's the case. And, um, I mean, you know, when I think about you, Matt, um, I'm a huge Utah Jazz fan uh, for different reasons, but I love Donovan Mitchell. But even uh, Bogdanovich, I mean, you saw it with Herder, by the way, the other night for the Hawks. I mean, that, that dude's a – you're a little bit taller than him, but he's he's long. I mean, he's like 6'7", I think. I mean, when you see a guy like that, does that – I mean, do you – does that – is that – kind of a, a decent comparison, some of the things you're seeing that guy do? Yeah, for sure. I think guys like us just like space, and there's an abundance of that in the NBA. So um, I think guys like us can really succeed at that level, um, possibly even more so than in college. But um, I think my game's going to translate really well. Yeah, I think it uh, I think it will too. And, uh, Matthew, I have to ask you um, – that because uh, you're such you're so close to Jared. That news came out yesterday about Jared having to, I guess, miss the combine for now because he has to get a panel. Have you have you reached out to Jared to kind of offer him support? And do you have any feel for for where where that whole situation is? Yeah, I mean, I've known about all of his health stuff for a long time. I'm kind of glad that it's coming out into the media because I mean, he's been playing with the condition this whole time and. I mean, he would have been out of here last year if it weren't for that. So, um, But as far as him missing the combine, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think his draft stock is solid. I know he was the most efficient player off of catch and shoot in the entire country, and he defends at a high level, and he doesn't turn it over, and he creates offense. I think 
there should be a lottery pick. Um, but because of the fact that it's red flag, we'll see what the teams want to do. But I think he's one of the best players in the country. And I think everybody else knows that too, but I think he should be drafted. Good consideration for top ten. That's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. And uh, obviously Davion's being projected to be there. So, you know, the cool thing is, and we'll see what happens with Vital and Maceo, but uh, – I, I, and this is just my personal opinion. I don't know what you think about it, but I would think, Matt, coming back to Baylor and then at a time we'll see, hopefully Jared and uh, Davion go in the first round, the timings on all this may end up working out really well for you in a sense that, you know, not only the national title, but more people going in the first round. And in some sense, I, I think it sets you up nicely for next year's draft. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. That was kind of the plan. Um, I think, I mean, from the kind of stuff I was hearing, I think I could have been uh, picked where I wanted to be uh, if, you know, I was able to do the workouts and, and uh, go to the combine and stuff. But honestly, my heart was just to come back to the Bay. That's what I wanted to do so bad because um, I want to prove to everybody and myself that, you know, I can, I can keep that production up at a high level even without – our elite guards creating for me, just like, you know, just, just kind of taking more of a lead role. That was just really what I wanted to do, and I think it could honestly work out better for me uh, draft-wise, too. All right, and last thing, do you, uh, if you had been able to do everything you wanted to do, the workouts, the combine, everything, and you didn't get sick, what what, what do you think the best-case scenario was? I'm just kind of curious, if you don't mind me asking, do you, do you are you yeah. thinking early second round, or were you thinking even better than that? No, I think uh, late first, there was some some pretty good conversations about that, but we'll just have to think about that next year. But, yeah, uh, late first and um, definitely early second. Okay, okay, yeah, that's uh, – well, that's great. That's great to know. Well, listen, um, a lot of people are very excited, and uh, that uh, that Mullet Brothers news is a little bit sad, but the truth is you guys are uh, – you guys are so tight, you'll always be pals and all that good stuff. Yeah, so sure. uh, you may just have to – I'm trying to think. If you could get Loveday uh, – we don't want to replace Jackson, but <laughs> if you could get Loveday to kind of take that man bun out and do the mullet, I mean, we might have something there. Matt, let me tell you, I've been working on that for a while, and I don't think he's going to budge. For some reason, he is emotionally attached to that man bun. And, I mean, I, I was like, dude, we're in March Madness. The mullet stuff is blowing up. Just get him mullet. It's going to be perfect. But he didn't want to listen. And if I couldn't get him then, I don't think I'll be able to get him now. But I'll keep working on it. <laughs> that is uh, that's some good mullet talk there. That is Matt Mosley with Matt Meyer. And uh, really good insight from Matt Meyer about uh, why he uh, will come back and is planning to come back for his senior season at Baylor. That is great to ha- plug him in and have him as a part of the uh, team for the defending national champion Baylor Bears coming back next season. Uh, along those lines, uh, Stephen, for you and for our listeners, uh, I talked to John Strauss today. He stopped by my office, Baylor baseball assistant coach. And, man, are they in a quandary this year because the draft was pushed back to July. And there's just so much uncertainty for guys that are on the team that might leave, you know, depending on where they're drafted 
or they might come back if they think you know they could come back for another year and then be drafted higher next year. And then you push the draft into July. Normally, the draft would be uh, it's already, it would have already been over. It normally Usually happens it's around the college world. Series. It is, mm-hmm. it is. So it would have been over by now, and that would have helped you know define you know some guys. All right, here's what here's what you here's where you are. Mm-hmm. Are you going to come back? Or are you going to leave? Now it's still up in the air uh, until next month, and it just you know for the coaches, man, that is tough you don't want to give a guy scholarship money away because you would like to have him come back but then again if you don't go out and try to you know get a a transfer or somebody you know at that position and then he does end up leaving when he's drafted you might miss the boat it's a fascinating decision it is and i i do feel for those you know fourth year seniors or fourth year juniors because there's a lot to weigh do i get drafted do I want to start my life? You know, yeah. like do yeah. I, do I want to start a, a career or do I come back and play? Because it would be great to play another year, but what does that look like and who's coming in? Um, it's a lot to balance for those coaches, and it's it's another one of those things that you know everybody was like, oh yeah, let's just give everybody next year of eligibility, like it makes <laughs> yeah. sense, and it does make sense, but then you have to deal with everything else that comes with it. That's true, yeah, and just the uncertainty that stretches now into the summer is just tough on those coaches, so, and baseball more than any other sport, uh, really baseball is the only sport where you've got that uncertainty with your roster because the uh, pro draft is so late into the into the summer, you know, into July. It was tough enough when it was in June, and now it's a month later into July. So really tough for those guys, and uh, they'll make it work. I mean, they're they're good. I mean, they're good at what they do. They'll make it work, but it really is tough for them. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back uh, with more in just a moment. Look ahead at uh, what's upcoming here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Also have some birthdays to share from for with you, including today being the the birthday for a member of the Fuller household. So we'll tell you about that when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, you're tuned in to ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Frischella, our guest. It's historic for the university, for the Big 12, for the state of Texas. And, uh, you know, it couldn't have happened to a finer group of kids. That That's for sure. And uh, it's crazy, John, but in this competitive league that you and I are a part of, and as much as there's a, um, I, you know, I don't want to say animosity because I don't feel the animosity anymore. Um, among coaches, I, I feel like this incredible pride, A, in the league, and B, the competitiveness night in, night out. But I guarantee you there were a lot of happy coaches uh, for Scott and Baylor because they represented the league so well because you and I have been talking about this the last decade, decade or so. Over the last decade, it, it has been the best league in college basketball. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. There is a cool new summer destination in Texas. An oasis from the searing heat. A 72-degree wonderland of hot dogs, cold drinks, and Texas Rangers baseball. This summer, experience Globe Life Field. Because the only thing better than hearing Eric and Matt call the game is to see the game for yourself in climate-controlled comfort. Make your plans now at TexasRangers.com slash summer. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Imagine an HVAC as unnoticeable as the air itself. Sounds pretty good, huh? The new Dakin Fit AC unit. Space-saving design and quiet technology. It's a great fit for your home. The perfect fit for your space and budget. Call Lockridge Priest today. Call us today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Get your home fit today. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. J-Mo Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon. Beautiful weather, warm here in Central Texas, but uh, but not bad. It is tolerable outside, so take advantage of that. Enjoy the great weather that we have here in Central Texas. Stephen, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. We heard from him, his interview with Matt Meyer uh, here in the last segment. What's coming up today with you and Matt Mosley? So Matt's actually... Uh on the road today. Okay. He's to Camp Ozark. Okay. To drop uh, his, his daughter Parker off. So um, there's some NBA news going on. Uh, Rick Carlisle, he took a job with the Indiana Pacers, left the Mavericks. We'll talk about that. We've got trivia right off the top. So you oh. can get a chance to win a Smaltz oh, sandwich. Nice. Uh, so What's tune, the subject for that. trivia? You got that yet? Uh, College World Series. Today. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Very College good. World Series question related to the Big 12. So Okay. Stay tuned for that. And then at 340, uh, Matt kind of last minute – I think it was Friday, he caught up with uh, Freddie Gillespie because Freddie yeah, was in town. I heard that. So we're going to uh, let you hear that again. Um, Freddie had a really good end of the season for the Toronto Raptors. And I saw a report recently. I, I can't remember the reporter's name, and I didn't think much about it because um, I didn't know who it was. But just with that Baylor connection, I've heard Ish Wainwright might be getting a couple NBA chances this year. Really? Apparently Great. the Raptors are very interested. Huh. So I don't know if that's a Freddie connection. Right. But uh, look out for that. They might yeah. be together on the same team next season. Raptors say, hey, we like these Baylor guys. Yeah. <laughs> we like we'll, the we'll way. We'll keep that going. Yeah. Well, Ish is playing overseas right now, so it would be cool if he got a chance to play in the NBA. So uh, that would be great. Hope that happens. And uh, All right, so we got that coming up with uh, Matt Mosley, 3 to 4, and then game time this afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. What do you have coming up there? Uh, Ray Biles, Lorena head coach, 7-on-7 uh, seven seven state tournament going on. Okay. So we'll chat with him at 4.30. 5 o'clock, Mac Rhodes. Okay, all great. Athletics. We'll have him on for a few minutes uh, discussing this award that mm-hmm. he won and also 
we'll we'll try to break down some of all the craziness in college sports in the last few days. Uh, and at five fifteen, I have a topic I was going to bring to the table. I was thinking about Big Twelve quarterbacks uh, this upcoming season, and there's not a lot of guys that are returning. Mm. Jamie, like there's a bunch of battles going on yeah. around the around the league, including here at Baylor. Uh, but I, I think this might be the year of the running back in the Big 12. Mm, interesting. Brees Hall, uh, Bajan Robinson at Texas, uh, Letty Brown at West Virginia. There's a, a number of teams that it seems like their best offensive player is in, in the backfield at running back position. So we'll just kind of discuss how it, it feels like the identity of the league is kind of changing on the interesting. fly. Interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting? A lot of times um, – the impression or, or how you feel about a team is based on their quarterback and whether he's a returning quarterback with a lot of experience or somebody that maybe has a lot of promise but hasn't started. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, that's uh, that's how you look at a team, at least in preseason, is right at that quarterback position. It's the first thing you think about for sure. Yeah. You, you think any team, okay, is, is it a returning quarterback? Yeah. Are they having a quarterback battle? What does that look like? Uh, and I, I honestly think – once you get past Spencer Rattler and Brock Purdy, I was just in my head, there's not a ton of proven guys. I mean, Skylar Thompson has been at Kansas State for a yeah. very long time. Yeah. But he's had some injuries. He's mm-hmm. battled with uh like Alex Delton in the past. Um Jarrett Dagey and Max Duggan are coming back, but they haven't always been super consistent. So there's just not a, a lot of guys that are real proven at that position this yeah. year. Oklahoma State, uh, Spencer, Spencer Sanders, Sanders. And he's, he's been around Yeah, for a he's while. played a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, really struggled early mm-hmm. when he was young. But now he's got a lot of experience under his belt, too. He does. Yeah. And he'll, he'll be uh, somebody to watch, too. But those three, Rattler and, and uh, Sanders and Purdy, are the three, I think, most experienced QBs in the league. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Big 12 Football Media Days, uh, July 14th and 15th, back at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, back in person this year. So that'll be fun. And we'll have uh, plenty of coverage uh, here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas live from Arlington those two days. Um, that is, uh, it's not that far away, really, middle of July for those media days in Arlington. How excited are you to do that in person again? Uh, very much so, yeah. Last year was just sort of, oh man, last year was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you knew why we could not get together in person, but uh, but that's always so fun to get together and and hear from the coaches firsthand. Get to talk to the players. They'll bring two representatives from each program, um, and then the head coach from every school will be there. So it's really a fun event. Really, really kicks things off uh, thinking about Big Twelve football. And it's really the only availability we get in the summer for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it'll be nice to hear from those coaches be fun to see who Baylor brings this year uh, to represent them. And um, it's always a, a great event. It's nice to have it there in Arlington. All right. Let me mention some birthdays today. And it is the birthday today for Sage Avery Fuller. This is the daughter born this morning to Clay and Mackenzie Fuller here in Waco. So uh, I don't think she's listening. I, I don't think Mackenzie or Clay are probably listening. I'm sure, Sage isn't listening. But happy birthday on your on the day of your birth yeah so happy birthday to uh sage avery fuller and congratulations to clay and mckenzie on the birth of their 
Uh, daughter Cannon's uh, younger sister, uh, born just this morning. Happy birthday to her. Other birthdays to mention, John Turnpaw's birthday is today, former Baylor offensive lineman. Uh, John Turnpaw and his running mate, Monty Jones, uh, Stephen, were the first 300-pound offensive linemen Baylor ever had. Those really? two guys, and they were two, as, as a pair, were both over 300, uh, 300 pounds when they played here. So uh, John Turnpaw turns uh, 53 years old today. Uh, who else do we have? Pam Weatherman's birthday is today. Todd McCanley's birthday is today. Uh, Mark Schulman's birthday is today. Dr. Daryl Lanus's birthday is today, June 24th. Happy birthday to Dr. D, recently retired from, uh, from campus. Uh, and Nancy Post, down the hall from me in athletics. Happy birthday to Nancy today. Uh, Brian Ginsburg's birthday is today as well. And uh, Abby Demmel with uh, Baylor Equestrian. Happy birthday to Abby, uh, her birthday today. So there's a few there. And Stephen, anybody to add to the list? Not today, but the uh, the 300-pound offensive lineman note made me think of a story. And I think this was on your show, J-Mo. There was, I believe it was a, a pair of brothers that both played at Baylor. And they told you that they went through like yeah, the Addicts Brothers. The Addicts Brothers. They went through like 10 cartons of milk eight, a week or so. Eight gallons of milk a eight week is what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> two offensive linemen, two big guys. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's the story that they told, and I'll never forget that. Eight gallons of, of milk per week in the uh, Addicts household. Mark Man. Addicts and John Addicts. Isn't that wild? Was that when the milkman was still a thing? Like the milkman would come by your door? I don't think so. Okay. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> he would have been a busy guy, been a busy right? Guy, yeah. He would have said, "No, no, you get your own milk. I can't come <laughs> I can't that often up. for you." My uh, goodness, you you growing boys, I can't help you. I guess it worked though. I mean, they both went yeah. on to be very very successful. Yeah, so. very successful at Baylor and in the pros mm-hmm. also. Um, yeah, so it works. So there you go, kids. Drink your milk. Drink a lot of milk. Yeah, <laughs> drink your milk. All right. We're going to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming in top of the hour. We appreciate you being with us. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow in the 2 p.m. hour. Appreciate Stephen, uh, and I know you listening uh, all appreciate Stephen Simcox uh, as well. So, Stephen, appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you very much, and we'll reconvene 23 hours from right now. But stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas.